0: Good evening, church. Thank you for joining us for tonight's live class. Today we are going to be having our interactive service. As you can probably tell already, Pastor Temi is not here. Um, tomorrow is his birthday. So please, please call him tomorrow. Let's celebrate him. Let's love on him. Let's show him that we appreciate him for being our pastor and for always being there for us. And we've had a great time this month with Temi teaching us on, on the Mind the Gap series. It has been such a blessing. And today we're gonna to be discussing the teachings and be answering some questions. So please engage, send your questions ahead of time, um, ask questions, invite everybody, invite your friends, invite everyone, let them join us and let's have a wonderful time, okay? So we're gonna be talking about the Mind the Gap series. and. I will not be the only person doing so today. I will be inviting a few people to join me on tonight so that we can have fun and, and discuss the Mind the Gap series. So in no particular order, I'm going to be bringing people on. And um, The first person I'm going to bring on is Sister Esther. Um, she is one of the workers in church and she's, she's in the choir and she's going to be a blessing. So let's join me and let's receive Sister Esther as she joins us. On stage, hello, sister Esther.
1: Good evening, good evening, good evening, church. Um, thank you for having me here. It's great to be thank here you for tonight.
0: Joining. Great, and then the next person I'm going to be bringing on is Brother Lamy, another faithful worker in church. Let's let's receive Brother for that, Brother, Brother Lamy.
2: Hello, Hi, Brother Lammy.
0: Lammy. how are you?
2: i'm doing well how's everything good good thank you Hello, and church. then
0: the next person to join us on the talk on the discussion tonight is bro emmanuel let's receive bro emmanuel he's another faithful servant of god in the church hallelujah thank you for joining church. us today thank you for having me you're welcome and then the last person that we're going to be bringing on today is sister linda sister linda
3: Hi, everyone. Good
0: evening. Hi, Good Salinda. evening, Church. Great. Thank you all for joining us today. So we, we, we've we all been part of the, the teaching from Pastor Temi on Mind the Gap series, and it's been just phenomenal. It's been a blessing to everyone of us. So I'm just going to give everyone the opportunity to introduce um, or, or just talk about what has blessed you in the course of the three weeks that we've had with Pastor Temi. Um, Whatever ha- that you've learned, anything that resonates with you from the the past three such um, Wednesdays, just share with us and and just let's just be a blessing. Let's just discuss and and have fun with that. So I'm going to start with Sister Esther.
1: Okay, hi, good evening, everyone. Once again, um, so um, I'm just going to just pick out a few points from week one, and that week was the introduction to the series. Um, and Pastor Tami titled it "There Is a Gap," and you just you know, I think what stands out is how Pastor use scripture to back this premise that every there is a gap in life. And I just if you see me looking down, that's because I'm looking at my notes, <laughs> you know, but um, Basically, I think one of the main things that stood out to me was um, when Pastor Tammy mentioned that there is a gap between prophecy and the promise. And I think a lot of us can identify, and I dare say all of us, we can identify with the fact that, okay, maybe you heard God, you heard clearly God's voice, whether it's the audible voice or the quiet voice, or you came to church and something that was said during the course of the service or perhaps just during the delivery of the word stood out to you and you knew in your Noah that this is God speaking to me I had that on on Sunday like several times where I knew God was speaking to me directly but then you have that word you take it away with so much joy in your heart and then you go away and one week two weeks three weeks one month one year two years some people 10 years 20 years some people, 30 years, they're still waiting for the manifestation of that. But just hearing how Pastor Tammy broke it down, that we all have gaps. And I think for me, it was just the understanding that as long as we're on this side of eternity, there will always be a gap that exists. And it's not the gap does not exist for the sake of existing. It's just something that we have to stretch to. Apostle Paul said, I stretch onto the mark of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus, I stretch upwards. So in my reality, as Pastor Temi said, in my current situation, in my life today, a fact may be I don't have this thing, but God has already said you are this thing or I'm giving you this thing. And it's just the understanding of that. And then to cap it all, you know, gaps don't just exist for the sake of gaps. I think another thing that resonated with me was, regardless of what gap we're experiencing whether it's okay i want a job but i don't have a job or i want to have a degree but i, ha- I haven't even got into university yet there is something that res- that resides deep on the inside of us and that is the god-sized gap that only christ can fill and i think one thing i just want to bring out here is the fact that on top of everything or as the overarching theme there is an intention of God for every single human being on the earth. Mm-hmm. And that is what he's trying to bring us back to. So everything, basically, what whatever gap it is that we're feeling or we're sensing or that we see, you know, the overarching theme or the overarching aim, one of the overarching aim of God is to bring us back into his perfect plan, his perfect picture for us before the fall of man. So I think I'll stop there. I think I've probably used up my a lot of time
0: to talk about week one but that's it (laughs) thank you sister Esther that's that's amazing um thank you for talking through that so that topic was there is a gap that was the first teaching by Postemi on the mind the gap series um on that on that on that topic it's 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 exciting to hear that Jesus is the mind filler is the gap filler Um, and we all know that in the beginning when god created heaven and earth everything was perfect he made everything good everything was so great but the devil came in and tempted adam and eve and they fell when they fell we know what happened right there was a gap between man and god the devil came to create that gap and he's still doing that today we remember what the scripture says in John ten ten, I say that the thief comes to steal, to kill, and destroy. But the Bible said that Jesus came that we may have life, and not just an ordinary life, but to have it in abundance. So that's what Jesus has done for us. Jesus is the gap filler. It doesn't matter what is going on in your life. It doesn't matter what the situation may be. It doesn't matter what what you may be going through. The key takeaway for me from that topic, from that um topic is that Jesus is the gap filler he has come to fill the gap and when we hold on to him he is going to fill every gap and there are so many gaps in our lives it could be a gap in your health it could be a gap in your in your finances it could be a gap in your in in the things that you need in relationship in work in different areas we know that God is here, Jesus is with us, he has sent his son to to fill that gap, and it's just a blessing to have Christ in our life, imagine what our lives would have been like if we don't have him, but God has done it for us, and we'll give him all the praise, let me not talk too much, I'm going to go on to the next person, Um, the next topic is called to fill the gap, and for that I'm going to bring on brother Emmanuel to do
4: that. Thank you, Minister God's Will. Um, thank you, um, Church, once again. Um, we're to, yeah, I'm called to fill the gap. What stood out to me about that, about week two's teaching, was that when God um, called Adam and asked, Adam, where are you? It wasn't because God didn't know where Adam was. It was more of Adam wasn't where he was meant to be. And the, one of the anchor scripture for that week was Ezekiel twenty two thirty, 30, I believe. And God sought for a man. And what stood out to me also was, you know, was a cross reference to Luke 18:1, when God, when Jesus says, you know, man should always pray and not faint. So in God's wisdom, he's created man to always have communion with him, to always be there to speak to him. And God is looking for a man because God made man and you know and the definition of man was someone who was always going to be there and speak to God about the affairs of this world to be able to bring the kingdom of God you know onto earth. And um the role of that is ultimately that, that we are called to be the um the gap fillers or the minute you know or the ministry of reconciliation to reconcile man to God and man to our fellow man as well. And that ultimately, you know, we are following the footstep of Jesus, who, who is the, the gap filler or the true gap filler, as it were. Because the, the gap between God and man is the greatest gap, you know, ever known to man or in this universe. So the need to be involved in that ministry of reconciliation was very, very important. And in God's wisdom, he had already ordained that man would always be there to commune with him. So it's not, um, it's not strange Although it may appear to be strange when God looks for a man, but God, you know, was expecting that people will be there taking that call because men were created to be able to commune with God all the time and in always. I mean, I would, I would, yeah, I'll leave it there. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Brother Emmanuel. So, from that scripture, from that um, series, um, that topic, remember that. Jesus did not just come for us to, to fill the gap for us. He also the Bible said that he he was he came to reconcile us back to God and he gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That means we are to continue in his head to be reconciling men back to God. And that is just mind-blowing. Thank you, Emmanuel. I'm gonna also bring on Stalinda to talk about um, that same topic called to fill the gap.
3: Uh, Thanks for having me again, Um, the series was so great to be honest Um, and there's quite a few things that stood out to me and like Esther said and Bravo Emmanuel said, um, Pastor Temi used the terms like um, revelation and realisation and where you have the revelation of I know I'm supposed to be this and then there's a reality of like oh god this is where I am now (laughs) (laughs) and I found it interesting that when it came to filling the gap and for me personally I was looking at how as humans or me, myself, sometimes when we feel that there is a gap, we look at all these things like, what could I use to fill um, this gap? So, for example, like past him, gave the example of if I had a car, um, then I would be satisfied. Or if I had this, if I had this. And there's all these ifs. And let me not lie. Yes, having a car would probably make things more convenient, but it won't <laughs> necessarily fill the gap. And... Um, I love the fact that he brought it to say that Jesus is the gap filler and the fact that he's given us the responsibility to fill the gap. So sometimes when we're looking to fill the gap, because he's now given us like the privilege of that responsibility to kind of carry on, not kind of, to carry on his work. I believe I'm talking fast. I'm going to slow it down. (laughs) Um,
0: The
3: privilege um, and the responsibility to continue on the ministry of filling the gap. Um, For me, it kind of made me stop having that kind of attitude of, oh, look at everyone else and actually look at myself. What is my responsibility in this? Um, so yeah, and I, I like the fact that I was able to kind of say, okay, what can I do? And rather than look at others, look at other, uh, look at myself and yeah, how I can fulfill what Christ has called us to do.
0: Fantastic. Thank you, Sister Linda. Um... Yeah, there are a few other things that stood out for me in that, in that teaching. There's something that Pastor Temi said that was very outstanding. He said, There's a you size gap mm. for you to fill. There's a you size gap for you to fill. That means that gap has been created, mm. whether it's by circumstance or by, by God or by anything, but only you can fill that gap, or at least it is your size. And when you go in, you'll be like a, a round peg in a round hole rather than a round peg in a square in a square hole, right? So it is up to every one of us to identify the gap that God has called us to fill. And I just want to use this opportunity to celebrate everybody on the panel, actually, because Pastor Tim is not here today, but you've all stepped up to fill the gap of being in this panel so if you're watching if you're joining us today i want you to celebrate everybody that's on the panel thank you all for filling the gap today to discuss and to share the word of god It's such an amazing thing to do and um, and as we do that every one of us there's a gap for you to feel be it in your workplace be it in your family be it in the industry be it in every area that god has called you there is a gap that is that is just for you to fill. And it is up to every one of us to just take a step back from time sometimes and just ask God, what would you help me do in this situation? How would you like have me fill this gap? And just allow him to speak to us, allow him to, to, to use us to fill the gaps that we we we, we find ourselves in. Okay, so Jesus is the gap filler. He is the ultimate gas, gap filler. And he has given us the ministry of, of filling the gap, the ministry of reconciliation. And it's not just reconciling men to God, but it's also bringing in solutions. There's another thing that Pastor Timmy says that said on, on, on the day. He said that the world will pay you for filling the gap. So for some of us, we may be looking for how to get paid, right? We may be looking for... um how to earn a living just find a gap and fill it and the world is going to pay you for it and you'll be doing exactly what God has called you to do and in the process you will be blessed okay Um, I'm going to move on very quickly to the next topic and as I do that I want to ask our the audience if you have questions please put that on I'm going to take your questions after we've just gone around and talking about um, our our take, takeaways from the from the topics so let's bring on um, um, brother Lamy to talk about the last topic mind the gap brother.
2: okay um thank you uh, in terms of mind the gap I thought that was a very very powerful. Um, Session by uh, Pastor Tammy, and uh, really what uh, he was really getting at was part of what he was getting at was I'll say the power of your thought process, the power of the mind. We're all quick to talk about the power of the tongue, but really what also comes out of there is coming from one the heart, but really it's the mind, the power of the mind, the power of your thought process. Um, In order for us, in line with the prophecy of prophetic word of, of this month, I mean, in order for us to even emerge, um, what is also important is the renewal of our mind. We can't keep having negative thoughts. We can't keep having thoughts that will bring us, uh, that, brings, um, ourselves, uh, that brings us down really. We have to be able to renew our minds in order for us to be able to tap into what God has in store for us Uh, we have to be watchful of things like fear or even things um, like doubt. And, you know, it was quite interesting um, that um, Pastor Tim said um, by himself that once he starts, once he knows where this is where I want to get to, this is where I am now, identified uh, the gap. But then if there's anything, at times he goes to someone and checks with someone just so that he had and he checks with someone that in a way that also gives him that confidence or that gives him um that drive and like he would always say it's more like you have to keep on keeping on in order to get to the end goal but also realize that what is really important is your mind if you get your mind right you will be able to get to that place where you want to be
0: thank you brother Lamy. that was great again Great things that Pastor shared on that day. Um, For me, what stood out for me is that Pastor said that your mind is the gap. And where the gap really exists is in your mind, right? So if there are things that you want to get in life, you have to first of all, get them in your mind. Pastor said, if you can't see it in your mind, you can't have it in your grasp. So if you can't see it, if it seems impossible to you, then there is no way you can ever attain that. And the Bible tells us in Romans 12, verse 2, it says, And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of the mind that you may be able to prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And we know that in the world today, there are so many things that are bombarding our minds, there are so many ideologies, there are so many thoughts, there are so many things that the enemy and the environment and the society that we live in are trying to bombard our mind with. But the question becomes, what are we going to yield ourselves to? What are we going to yield our minds to? If we yield to the world, then we are conforming to the pattern of the world. But when we allow the word of God to fill our mind, we will allow our minds to be transformed, we will think differently. When people are thinking defeat, you will think victory. And there are so many scriptures to back this up. I, I, I just remember the story of, of Joshua and Caleb. They went out with the, 12, um, with, with the other 10 spies to spy out the land of, of Canaan. And the ten spies came back and said, oh, there are giants there. We can't go and and take on what God has already given us. They couldn't see it in their mind. But Joshua and Caleb, the Bible said that they were of a different spirit. That means they had a different type of mindset. They could see that God is able to do great things in their life. They could see that even though there are giants there, Joshua and Caleb, they said that they would be like bread to us. And. In my mind i'm like how can you look at giants and call them bread how does that happen it just tells you that they had a different mindset they knew the god that they were serving and the same goes for um for for david david saw goliath and all these seasoned soldiers in his time were running away but he came and said who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should stand up against the army of the living god and and um, Goliath looked at him and said, I'm going to tear you up. And he said, You can't. I am the one that is, that is going to tear you up and break cut off your head and give your carcass to the best of the air. Imagine a young boy saying that to a giant. It tells you that he had a different mindset. And then the other things that, that came out from that teaching is that Jesus also came. Jesus came to give us a new mindset. The Bible says that, let this mind be in you, which was in Christ Jesus. That means Jesus came and gave us a template that we should just imbibe. When we have the mind of Christ, we will live differently. The things that people look at and they see impossibilities, when we look at that, we'll see a way. We'll see possibilities. We'll see that God can do great and awesome things. And when you open up your mind to what God can do, nothing will be impossible to you. Okay, so that, that that's those are just the, the summaries of all the three teachings that we've had this month. We're going to now take a few questions. Um, the the first question that I actually have myself is: so I made the point on uh, Pastemi saying that there's a huge size gap for you to fill, and my question to the panel panelists on this is. If I don't fill my, my gap, will somebody else fill that gap? Will, will somebody else take up the space that I don't feel? Because a lot of the times, we know that there are certain things that we're supposed to be doing and we're not doing it. What happens if I don't fill the me size gap that has been assigned to me? Um, does anybody want, want to answer or attempt to answer? We may not have the perfect answer, but let's try.
3: I believe that yeah <laughs> I mean, <laughs> even if you don't worship like god will raise stones to worship him how <laughs> much yep. more like if you don't fill your gap i mean william McDowell says this beautiful thing at the end of his biography he goes because if i don't do it someone else will so oh, when right. god has given you a gift or given you a mandate or call it in a particular area um run <laughs> like do it um because if you won't and i believe that you see like even throughout the bible um when one person failed like when moses couldn't take the israelites into the promised land then it came joshua i hope he was yeah. next it but yeah <laughs> yeah i believe that yeah someone else would fill it if you don't
0: okay great anybody else want to say something on that
4: um i would say I I, I I think um somebody would ultimately fill it but it might be some costs there might be some injury that maybe could have been avoided if Things were done, you know, in terms of the perfect will of God was sort of accomplished. Um, I mean, I could imagine with Joseph, for instance, if he, you know, if he didn't come out of the pit that if you know he fell into with all the different trials that came his way, I believe God would have raised somebody else. But maybe there might have been maybe a longer sort of hunger or longer, you know, period of obscurity maybe for for people. So I think ultimately, yeah, I mean, God might raise somebody else. But there might be some cost to injury that could have been avoided maybe yeah fantastic thank you for
0: so this this is important for us to note i remember what Mordecai had said to esther when he he asked esther to go and present the case of the israelite to the king he said if you don't do this god will raise somebody else that will go and that will deliver Israel but know it for the fact that you and your family will perish and just to make this a bit practical there are so many things that God has called us to do there are so many gifts and ideas and talents that God has given us if you're still sitting on your idea before you know it you you, I don't know if you've experienced it before you're thinking about something you're thinking about working on a project And you go out there, you've been just thinking about it, um, sitting on it. You go out there and somebody tells you, oh, I'm working on this. And it's exactly the same thing that you've been trying to work on. And because somebody else has started working on it, they've taken already the market share. By the time you come in, you can't meet up with the competition because somebody else has occupied the space. So I think this is a call for every one of us to wake up it means that we can be replaced god you can't leave god stranded right god will have his work done so if you're not ready there are so many other people that god has called to be able to do similar things and if you don't wake up when he's calling you to do something somebody else is going to take that on okay so thank Minister you for answering mm-hmm. that
1: question Esther, I may I I, may, may I just add something very little just as you were speaking what just came to and I love what the way you put it Linda when you said if you know you're supposed to do something run and do it because I think um, in this day and age it's very easy to lose that sense of urgency so there's something God has put on the inside of us to do that is our responsibility but as you were speaking Mr Goswell what came to my mind is it's also a matter of obedience. And I think because we trivialize some because we trivialize some things and we don't really know how urgent it is because we think we have hundreds of years left to 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 answer the call of God and we're looking at ourselves like the Israelites did back then when um, Moses sent the spies to go and scope out the land and they, they came back and they were saying no oh, we were like grasshoppers. So we look at ourselves and we think, Oh, I'm not good enough to do this thing. But actually, just when you flip that and just think of it as actually, this is a call of God, the way we read the word of God and we see his word as his commandments, his will that is irrevocable and cannot be broken. And we know this is the absolute will of God. When you know God has put something in your heart, all we can do is obey. So then that means if I know God And this is when we have come into the knowledge that actually this is what God is calling me to do or he wants me to do per time. You know, it could be something in your place of work or something, an idea. See as actually when I do it, I'm obeying the voice of God to do it. And there's a blessing for obedience. And we know what happens when we are outside of the will of God or we're not obeying. So I think it's just picking back up that sense of urgency that there is a time limit to what God has given us to do. God is merciful. And I think someone talked about maybe you can lose time or there might be injury and everything. And, you know, maybe you were supposed to do something. God's perfect will was for you to do something when you were 10 or 20, but you because of fear or because you weren't sure you didn't do it. God's mercy and grace will cause that cycle to come back. Maybe when you're 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, but the output and the performance is not the same, so yeah. it's just picking up that sense of urgency and going to do what God has called us to do now.
0: Thank you, yeah. Sister Esther, that's, that's wonderful. That's another question that's related or ties in with some of the things that you said, Sister Esther. That question is, if we are in a season of being hidden, how do we overcome the feeling of inadequacy? or feeling not as valuable to others who are in the light. So um, there's a calling on your life, You, but you feel like you're in your season of being hidden, you feel inadequate, you feel that people won't perceive you to be valuable. How do you overcome that?
2: I think, sorry, you know, just, to, I think the first step there is, you know, yes, you seize the moment, but really you have to take, you have to get over the hurdle of taking that step to okay why and first of all identify what the cat is why is this person here i'm in my season of being hidden i feel that i should be recognized well what actions have you actually taken um in order to get yourself recognized at that particular thing you see a, a lot of this has to do with it's not just even the renewing of our mind, but it's also being able to act upon it and taking that next step. It's always, it's always uh, I'll say one of the biggest challenges. And at times you have to realize that even if it's better to try than not to try, because once you, once you don't try, then it becomes an issue, then you have regret. I think it's um, it, it was a quote by it. was it Michael Jordan or, or someone that said what for every free throw um, he doesn't he, he doesn't try or so um, he's missed on um, the opportunity. So <laughs> you have to give it a shot. You have to get out there. You have to um, try. Yeah. You have to find out. Okay, why is this person out there? Why am I um, still still here? Um, at times, don't don't get comfortable in that hidden phase. Don't get com. It, it's a very, very sweet mm-hmm. comfort zone, and it's something that some of us <laughs> just use to really keep ourselves calm. Dandy, this is my healing phase. Uh-uh. Be willing to get out of your comfort zone. It takes a while, but you just have to take that leap of faith. Wow, wow, wow.
0: Thank you, Brolami. That is, that's phenomenal. Don't get comfortable in the healing phase get out of the healing phase. And the only other thing I will add to that is don't feel inadequate at any time. Remember that Christ has empowered you. Christ has filled the gap inside of you. So he didn't just come and ask you to go and do the ministry of reconciliation. He first of all reconciled you, showing you how to do it, empowering you that you can do this. You've got it. So don't feel inadequate. Believe that Christ in you is the hope of glory. Christ in you is the empowerment that you need to be able to do whatever he has called you to do. So each time you you, you sense that feeling of inadequacy, Inadequacy, you tell yourself, I've got this. I can do this. Paul said, I can mm-hmm. do all things through Christ that strengthens me. It's when we begin to rely on our own strength. We think that we want to go and do it by our own power. Then that's that feeling or thinking of inadequacy steps in. But when we know that whatever we do, we do by the grace of God. Yeah. That we can rely on the grace of God. We can rely on the strength of God to be able to pull us through. Okay, so thank you Bro Lamy for answering that question. The next question I have here is, what are the practical steps we can take to renew our mind? What are the practical steps we can take to renew our mind? Um,
1: I can answer that one, well, in my own way. So there's several steps. I mean, the most obvious one is, basically doing what scripture says renew your mind according to the word so for me that is just as simple as saturating your your mind your thoughts everything in the word of god in this day and age we have so many digital forms if you can't carry the physical bible so sometimes i listen to it playing in the background i listen to it when i jump into the car when i go on the tube i'm filling my mind with the word of god and the word of god is so powerful um it says that this words i speak to you their spirit and their life so i always say that it's changing you you're taking in the life of god the word of god is his life so at and there's so much power in his life in his word that it cannot but change your mind so you find that as you're filling your mind with the word of god it alters the way you see things because you know minister um, godswill you talked about how david Um, said to Goliath, no, you're you're not the one that's going to tear me apart. I will tear you apart. What gave him the audacity? He knew his God. How do you know God? By filling your mind with the word. But I think as Christians, we must not get complacent and say, oh, I must only read the word of God. There's so many things you can do. Sometimes the reason why we feel like we're not sure or we can't fill a gap is because we are doubting our skills and our abilities and basically... You know in the work sense it's and um, pastor temi said it actually in week he talked he touched on it in week one where he said you have to because we know there is a gap we have to do a gap analysis so yeah. basically and even with that we can rely on the holy spirit and say holy spirit help me see the areas of my life where i'm missing and then the practical natural things, you can get people to just tell me what are my strengths and my weaknesses. Okay, you know me, I'm doing this assessment. Tell me, this is what I want to do. Tell me what you have observed. And you know those things. I would say go to people you can trust and then you know the areas you, be- you can begin to work on. Read books. If you're, I'm a project manager, so I go on training. I read, I listen to people, I ask questions. I'm filling that gap. So that we, as it is natural for us to have, like gaps in our knowledge but these are some practical things we can do and then just get mentors get coaches surround yourself with people get yourself into an environment where people are doing what you want to do or where where you can grow because sometimes we're so isolated especially now In this pandemic season, you know, a lot of us, we have been at home and you just feel like, oh, my God, I don't know what I'm doing. But sometimes it could just be because you're not exposed to people. I don't mean necessarily face to face, but you're not talking to anyone. So you don't really know. But the minute you expose yourself to more knowledge, more minds, you know, Bible says iron sharpens iron. But the iron, they, the they, they have to come together. And that is basically a meeting of the mind. So that's another way. So, you know, I, I think I mentioned two things. Fill your mind with the word of God. And then the natural thing, read, study, watch videos, listen, expose yourself to mentors, coaches, ask questions. You know, and those are some of the ways that, some of the practical things we can um, use to renew our mind.
2: That um,
0: is fantastic. Everything I was thinking I was going to say, you you said. So I don't have anything else to add. Um, to that. So
2: just to just like to that. add to um, what she said. Um, yes, I, I mean everything is on point. Reading, um, the word, um, reading the word. I'm um, really getting deep um in it. Um, from a work context, um, surrounding yourself with mentors, um, reading, even reading with regards to what you do, um, it's very important. Um. Personally, in my personal life now, I mean, on the weekends, I'd lock lock out time just to read on one topic or the other. But I think what is also important is being mindful of the company you keep, because um, also um, what is feeding in here would ultimately affect your mind, your thought process. And at times you don't surround yourself with haters, right? Like if someone is hating on you, are they going to, I mean, they're not going to help you renew your mind. You have to also surround yourself, look at the people around you, um, surround yourself a lot with people where I'll say there's forward movement or even if it's encouraging or would give you good advice. and will tell you black is black, white is white. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Prolami. And we've got another question, actually, two questions that, that are similar. It says, How does one approach a scenario where they believe they are called to fill many gaps? We are humans. We are we are we are humans. We can't stretch ourselves. Or is it that we need to focus on one? And a similar question is there are so many gaps around me. How do I identify the gap that is for me to fill? I can't be called to fill every gap right so who wants to to take that
4: um i mean ultimately i mean the gaps were or the voids were were created and and god made us to create those voids so ultimately i mean we have to go back to god to get him to impress on our hearts what the gaps may be and i mean he's more interested he's more interested than we are filling those gaps so he'll be more than happy to Help us to be able to identify where those gaps may be. So yeah, I was, uh, you know, we can just cry out in a place of prayer. You know, I mean, God ultimately, I'm, I'm, I'm here for, I'm here for but you know, for you and to use me. But I've got no idea where I need to go. So I mean, yeah, I mean, they need to be honest and open about not knowing maybe where to, what to approach first or second. And 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 as um, one of our panelists alluded to as well, we need to maybe you know, look for people around you. Who may be, you know, doing some of the things that you feel like you're called to do, and maybe you know learn off them as well, you know, while you're asking God to be able to impress on your heart where you may be called to, or what industry, you know, or what yeah, it will have you do. Because ultimately, I mean, you may feel like it's one thing, but you know, if God hasn't signed off on that, one may be wasting their time spending resources, time, effort going down a way where actually there's no there's nothing to show for it at the end of time, ultimately. So I guess it's it's always quite good, maybe painful at times to, to seek. And when I say painful, I mean, it might be time-consuming. Sometimes you want to go go up and do, you know, this is what I think I, I want to do. My friend is doing this. Let me go out and do this too. You know, I want to do this. I want to do that. But maybe ultimately it might not be, a, you know, the arena or place where we, we might be called to. So it's always good to have, you know, the God's perspective in terms of, you know, what will you have me do? Because ultimately that's where we'll be we'll more,
3: food
0: as well that's all you know
2: we tend to
4: flourish yeah, yeah. Great. thank
3: you sister linda um so i'm kind of gonna i'm talking as i'm thinking at the same time <laughs> because in my head was thinking is sometimes we're so afraid of too many options <laughs> like and it's interesting because sometimes we like and i'm using myself as an example because I consider myself to be quite a creative individual. And one of the, my one of my biggest struggles was, God, what's that one thing you need me to do? What's that one thing? And you're tr- so busy trying to focus on one thing that everything I could have contributed previously, I haven't necessarily contributed because I'm too busy trying to shun them out, thinking, looking for that one thing. And as I'm growing, I'm not going to say I've not identified it, but I think there's a strategy to it. So, yes, it's, it's, I think it's, it's important and, and, and pivotal to um, understand and to walk in your purpose and to grow and, and to understand what God has called you to be. But at the same time, I also believe that Jesus, he was a competitor and then he was now given financial advice saying, give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar. And then when the people were hungry, he said, we need to give them food. So it's like <laughs> when there was a gap for me, he filled it because he had the capability and the ability to do so. So I'm not I'm not saying go and break your back, go and here, there and everywhere, because for me personally, I've tried it and it doesn't work. You're gonna get burnt out. However, there is strategy to it And like, I believe that if God has given you something In your hand, and you have the Ability to do it, the capability Then there's no harm in trying it And you keep on doing it, like, whatever you do Whether it was the, um, saying like I'm not saying, sorry, scripture (laughs) Whatever God has given To you, whatever you find in your hand Like, just do it diligently Um, Eventually, the more you, if even if That's not the one thing you're supposed to do You will find that you're grafting um, Certain skills or areas that you didn't even know you need to go up that will take you to that next level so for me it's just like don't necessarily be too worried about what's that one gap i need to fill you might be called to several places or to several things um do it well and as you're doing it be strategic about it and be asking god questions just like brother Emmanuel said like you need god's perspective on it but don't be afraid if you're in that place of I don't know that one gap. We might not just have one gap because we're called cool to many and there's many, plenty of people in this world. So yeah, <laughs> that's
1: the word. Uh, Minister Gospel, that- may I just add something before you, okay, you summarise Linda's point? So uh, the scripture that comes to my mind is the parable of the talents. So mm. it talks about how they were all given talents or in our in present day words, we can say they were given skill sets according to their abilities. Mm. And I'm so happy you you broke it down the way you did because I think it's absolutely amazing, Linda. So, you know, I was talking to someone the other day about you and saying, Linda is so talented. You've got like, and God creates us with so many different things, you know, but it's just, I think the gap in that area is the fact that there's this mindset that I can only do one thing and you know i'm putting it out there hoping pastor tamis is listening maybe one day he can teach us on this thing you know because a lot i feel it really bothers me because a lot of people have been stuck in this trend of i must only do one thing or what's that one thing god has called me to an opportunity is passing some people would not take any take jobs because they believe that oh i'm only supposed to work in this particular arena and then Mm -hmm. something is dying or your family's breaking or you're not able to meet certain obligations and i believe everything is seasonal there's a season for everything and then just find just identify mm-hmm. all those things write them down and just ask god for when you're supposed to do it mm-hmm. you know you can't be burning yourself because we're still you're still one individual and you can't um burn your lose your burn up all your energies trying to do everything because you won't do it excellently god has called us to do everything we do excellently so there must be a way to do everything he's called us so it doesn't if I, if you're your singer, your writer, your a fashion designer, you can do all those things. You may not be able in this current season to do them all equally at the same time, but you can be doing different little things. So yeah, but I just wanted to throw in that parable of the talents. We all have different abilities. Um and so if there's a there's a toggle on the inside is because god has given you that ability he knows you can do it and the key is the prayer is god show me how to tackle this thing and when to do it you know yes one purpose different that, expressions
0: yeah that is fantastic sister esther sister linda brother emmanuel those are wonderful um answers i'm just gonna say one thing there's something that Pastor Me says um as a church we help people to discover god discover you and discover your place. When you discover God, the next thing you do is to discover who you are. In that scripture that Esther used, somebody was given one talent, another person was given two, another person was given five, according to their abilities. So I won't because I see Pastor Temi doing everything, and I then want to go and do everything. I need to discover who am i what can i carry what is my capacity what can i do myself if i am a two talent person i should be comfortable being a two talent person if i'm a five talent person and that is my capacity until god increases my capacity Should be comfortable just doing the thing that God the five things that God has called me to do. If you're the one talent person, focus on doing the one. Bible said that who is who he who is faithful over little shall be given more. So, um, let's get the balance right, understand what God has called you to do, understand what you can carry, don't get burnt out. At the same time, don't just focus on, I'm just going to find the one, and then you let everything else fall apart. So that is wonderful, wonderful answers. Thank you, everyone, that answered to that. Um, I have another question here, and we've got to start running. i probably have about six minutes to go. In a work environment, what if we're convinced we are the answer to a problem, and the company is resistant, how do we fill the gap? be patient till they are ready or leave the company with a gap? That's an interesting question.
2: I mean, it's it's a t- it's a tough one, right? Um, it's a tough one because I'm not telling everyone to do this. <laughs> <laughs> but at times, there are some things that you do and after you do it is when you open up and say you've done it hmm. and the positions you are. Right. Um for example, there was there were certain clients that they didn't want to put me in front of. You know, and I went I went, spoke with them, did everything, got the transaction to a certain level. When I knew I gotten it to a certain level, then I went to my boss and then I told him I've gotten this transaction to this level. It's at a le- it's at a stage now whereby I need you to come in so that we can actually win the deal. At that stage, he wasn't going to say no, right? So I just positioned myself almost putting, at times you just have to show that you can do it. You have to show that you can do it and then they'll be willing to take that move. And look, in some cases, if they're not willing to give you the chance, just go somewhere else. Someone else will pay you better for your talent.
0: Yeah, thank you bro let me, that is a strategy there are so many other strategies um, i don't think there's one answer to this um and what i can say is let the holy spirit lead you because how you act in one situation in one circumstance may be different from how you act in a different circumstance Some some people may do what brolami did and get sacked right because the it's possible that you didn't get authority to go and do whatever you've done and you're now coming back to report. So let the Holy Spirit lead you. You can't force, there are instances, and this is my personal view, there are instances where you can't force change on people. You have to sometimes wait for people to be ready for the change or for the gap that you're bringing in, to, that you're about to fill. When they're not ready, um, we can't we can't force them. God, Jesus has given us the ministry of reconciliation. He came, he died, he paid the debt for our sins. He is not forcing anybody to accept salvation. He is, he's paid the debt, right? He is calling out for people to come. I have paid it. They just come in and accept Jesus as the Lord and personal Savior. That is the offer, but he's not going to force you to do that. And when he has given us a ministry of reconciliation in filling the gap that we see in the world, we can't force it on people. We can't make people to accept. Oh, I am the best thing since sliced bread. Bread. So take me. I'm going to solve this problem. We can't do that. But we 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 just showcase the love of God that we carry. We show the skills that that God the skill set that God has given us, and and trust that they will come to the realization, and and do what is needful okay i think that's the last question that we have for today i'm going to give everybody one 30 seconds to just um round off with their their closing remarks and i will bring this service to a close i'm going to start again with sister linda closing remarks um thank you everyone
3: for watching today (laughs) (laughs) no um let God lead let God lead you. Um and let God lead you. As much as you look outside to see what's out there, also look within you to see what you can bring.
0: Thank you. That's wonderful, Sister Linda. And me. Um,
2: if anything, I'd say renew. Your mind. Always watch out. Um, be careful about what you what you take in, and also what is going on um, inside your thought process. And don't be ashamed to take that next that next step. Don't okay. be ashamed to take
0: that next step. Thank you, bro. Let me, bro. Emano,
4: you're mute. Sorry. Embrace the hidden. Your hidden place. I mean, once you go live, there might be things that might not have been worked on that you can't take back. I'm a big sports fan, Um, Anthony Joshua, phenomenal boxer. Um, He had a phenomenal, a promotional team, so he was able to go fast very, very quickly and he's done phenomenally well. But there's things, I mean, you hear him say at times that he can't go back and fight journeymen. He has to keep fighting the best because he's been exposed to the best. So there's some things that might be harder to work on in the limelight that maybe you could have, yeah, if you had more time to be able to, yeah. Oh, what do
0: you think? Thank you, Brother And lastly, Sister Esther.
1: Just I think for me, it's just something Linda said about if you know God has called you to do something, do it now. And I think hmm. for me it's just knowing that you don't you may feel fear, but God is with you anyway. And so what I want to tie that into is for those who feel like I, I'm the word is multi-hyphenated, you know. And I always like to say there's so many sides of us because we are created in the image of God. So there's as there is as there's many sides to God, there are many sides to us, but whatever is in your hands now, that's what you should do. I think sometimes we feel like we're not um qualified. I was complaining to someone and saying, Oh, I don't feel qualified to do this, but even in our company we are the ones who say oh God qualifies the unqualified the apostles they knew nothing, they didn't think they were ready if they had the option they would have said oh Jesus give us another three years let me do my master's uh, three more master's degree in in discipleship and everything and then you can pour out your spirit but they didn't, God knew what he had placed on the inside and I just want to say to someone that God knows what he has deposited on the inside of you don't be afraid, just do what's god has called you to do or what is in your hands do it really well let them be be no more fear knowing that god is with you and um yeah just run now like you know just take up that sense of urgency so i think yeah that's probably what is resonating with me the most you know um just do it now and don't waste any more time
0: Thank you, Sister Esther. Thank you, everybody, for contributing to this discussion. It's been amazing. I appreciate you all. I'm sure Pastor Demi also appreciates you all. Lastly, from me, I'm going to say to everyone, continue to renew your mind. You can never get to a point where you've gotten there. No, always renew your mind. There are new possibilities. There are new heights. There are new victories. There are new exploits to be done for the Lord and for the kingdom of God. Don't ever feel that you have arrived there are new things that you can still do constantly renew your mind don't see impossibilities see possibilities as you do so god is going to continue to bless you in jesus name amen thank you everybody for listening and um, we're going to wind down now we're not going to close the service without giving you the opportunity to give an offering your your, your worship is not complete without giving an offering so this is an opportunity for you i believe that the, the 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 means of giving will be displayed on the screen right now so feel free to package a good offering and we need financial support to be able to do the work that we do in church so please give our giving is a reflection of our gratitude to god so let's give in an in appreciation of that which god has done for us and as you put your offerings together i'm going to go through a few announcements okay so the first announcement i have is that we are in our end of month push push status today pray until something happens if you didn't join today or if you haven't joined please join us from tomorrow join us from tomorrow let's pray together let's cry out unto god together let's pray until something happens that is one of the ways that you renew your mind if you're looking for practical ways to renew your mind pray with us push fast and God is going to answer your prayers we'll be praying every morning from 5 a.m to 6 a.m so 5 a.m tomorrow we'll be praying i'm looking forward to see, seeing all of you there and the details to join on the prayer search on the prayer calls will be on the church's website so go on church's website if you don't have the details to find the details and then let's remember that it is pastor Temi's birthday tomorrow so please let's let's love on him let's celebrate him if you have his phone number call him send him a message on facebook just make him feel loved he's taking the break today to to just rest um, so let's celebrate him tomorrow and also at the back of that on sunday we're going to be doing Temi's appreciation service we didn't do that last year. We take a, a a Sunday off every year to celebrate our pastor for all the work that he does in church. And we know that Pastor Temi has been a blessing to every one of us. Every Sunday, everyone is there. He's always there, always here preaching the word of God to us. So let's come together on Sunday and let's celebrate him the best gift that you can give him on Sunday is to be in church physically and just love on him okay so I'll be looking forward to seeing every one of you there and um, on that Sunday also let's remember that the clock goes back by an hour so we're going to lose one hour but at the same time the church start time is going to change so rather than starting from 9 30 we will be starting at 10 o'clock. Church will be starting at 10 o'clock on Sunday. So please, please remember that and be in church on time. Don't say, okay, because we're starting at 10, I'm going to come at 10. No, church starts at 10. Let's be uh, in church 10 o'clock prompt. Let's be there before Pastor Timmy comes so that we can all celebrate him together. Okay, all right. Um, I'm going to say the closing prayer. We're going to bless the offering and and we'll close the service now. Heavenly Father, we thank you for such a wonderful discussion that we've had this evening. We thank you for the grace that you've given unto us to talk about your word. Your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. We thank you for the word that we have heard this evening. Help us to be able to put these words into practice in the name of Jesus. We thank you for the privilege also to be able to give. I pray for everyone that has given this evening. We pray that you will bless their pockets, bless their pots, Lord, and supply all for all their needs according to your riches in glory and everybody that's not been able to give for for one thing or the other we pray also that you will bless them you will supply for their needs as well and they will lack nothing in the name of jesus we thank you for being with us today we give you all the glory we give you all the honor in jesus mighty name we have prayed amen thank you everyone have a blessed evening god
1: bless bye